Welcome to the Mislabeled Podcast, a podcast made by women, for women, and about women. Three ladies from different walks of life tackle the topics that nobody is talking about. So buckle up, babes, because here, nothing is off the table, unless you are on the table. Hello, and welcome to the Mislabeled Podcast. This is your host today, Shweta Patel. And I am here with my lovely co-hosts, Ashley Rogers. Good morning. And Jessica Villegas. Happy Friday. And today we are going to be talking about the lovely topic of how it feels when you are a business owner, a woman business owner, and how it can get pretty darn lonely. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just got a little (laughs) sad. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. you guys know all three of us being in our independent businesses with Gaia and Level Up and Highlight and not exactly the same time of startup, but you know, roughly around within the year and a half time span. But I feel like part of the reason why we came together is because of that very reason. You know, they say it's a lonely world in the startup world or in the entrepreneur world. And I don't think it's just in the entrepreneur world. I think like there's you know, that business structure in so many other elements of our life. So I kind of wanted to see what you guys thought about that. What have your experiences been? And what are some of the things you've done to kind of overcome it? But first, who is going to the Hamlin 80s concert next weekend? I just heard about that last night. Yeah, I, I just heard the first, it's the first one of our like concert series. I didn't know that we were having that start up, but it's one of those super cool you know, outdoor summer concert things. But like, could we get mislabeled tank tops to wear? You mean, when are we getting mislabeled? No, no, no. I just mean like, could we get them done before the concert so that we can wear them to the concert? You mean, I can't wait till we have them done before the concert? They'll be done today. Perfect. (laughs) I love how Jessica just stayed out of that. <laughs> I mean, you can have any. I'm petting her hair this morning. High pet index. I got my jingle <laughs> hopper. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I mean, Hamlin is really just from the four years ago that I started here, it has exploded beyond what I ever thought was going to be the case in such a short time. You know, it's been, it's been pretty fun seeing that growth and yeah, all the sure. activities. All the room for activities. Name that movie. Yeah. Mm. Stepbrothers. Yay! You're my real right. friend. Wow. Um, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite actor, John Stamos. Okay. I, I still can't get over. Sorry, this is kind of. You look like you want to punch me in the face right now. Just how proud you were of us, Jessica, at Horizon West Professionals yesterday for being able to line up in alphabetical order. What? I was really proud of everybody. She had us all line up at Horizon West Professionals in order, in alphabetical order based off of our favorite movie. And like, we did it super fast. And Jessica was just like, I'm so proud of you guys. And we're all sitting there like, wait, yes, we know our alphabet. <laughs> wait, did you guys buddy up? There were struggles though. There were oh, struggles really? in other areas of the line. Did you have to hold hands with your buddy? So no. you don't get lost. Okay. No. Aww, that would have been super... No. Super darling. We basically just needed to fill time because we didn't have speakers and we weren't sure how many people were going to show up after a 4th of July holiday. So I just 
came up with this last minute activity. And then I felt really lame after we did it. All right. So what movie were, what did you use to alphabetize yourself, I guess? Rain Man is my all-time favorite movie, but Step Brothers <laughs> is right there next to it. Yeah. Step Brothers is my all-time highest quote movie. Like I yeah. just, I don't know how I absorbed so many quotes from Step Brothers. Napoleon Dynamite though. Do the chickens oh. have large talons? <laughs> you know, you can have full milk if you want to. <laughs> Dina, come eat your food. <laughs> I'm just thinking that maybe my two-year-old is Napoleon Dynamite. Ooh. The shit that he says last the, night. The one that goes, doesn't like our podcast. Yeah. So last you night he goes, ah, ah, my balls. My two-year-old. Ah, my balls. And I said, what about them? He goes, they fell out and they rolled across the floor. <laughs> <laughs> His situational awareness was uncanny at the age of two. Yeah. Balls. I'm like, what two-year-old is aware of their balls? Was he referencing tennis balls? Because that's what Dash would have been. No, no, he was grabbing his testicles. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, let's talk about loneliness as an entrepreneur. We'll start with Ashley. What's your experience been, you know, in terms of working on your business, in your business, and feeling isolated or supported? Okay, so when I first started my business... It was just a constant state of sheer panic and anxiety because I had no idea what I was doing. No I idea. Right? <laughs> I, was, I was a gymnastics teacher for seven years before opening up my own business with no background in business. So not only was I panicking and having imposter syndrome of okay, not only am I you know, coaching people, but I'm starting my own business too. I'm going to be the CEO, CFO, COO, LMNO, P, QRSU, you know, everything. And I am alone. <laughs> like I felt like I was in the middle, like I felt like Rose on in the middle of the ocean on the door, like by herself <laughs> from time to has anyone seen that meme where it's Rose and Jack and Jack's in the water, Rose is on the door, and then there's a husky there's a on, on the door? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally me. I know exactly where you're going. So, right, like, so here I am. I just moved to a new area. I had just moved here from Virginia Beach. COVID had hit, so I didn't meet anybody. I was homeschooling my kids. I knew nobody. And I'm like, let's start a business, right? I had no idea what I was doing. But I thought it was going to be okay because it was virtual. That was my first mistake. It's like, oh, if I just sit behind my screen and I, you know, just put information out into the void. If I scream into the void, the customers will will come. No. Shout out to then Lindsay Turner, who was the first person I met, really the first other mom through the homeschooling program that we were doing. Wait, where does Lindsay Turner work? She works at Horizon West Happenings. Whoa, that sounds familiar. Yeah, they're a great advertising and social agency if you are looking to advertise your business locally here in Horizon West. Thank you for that really useful information and feedback. Okay, Lindsay Turner sat down with me as a friend, not as Horizon West Happenings, and was like, look, you need to talk to people. Like you have to talk 
to people. Stand by. Isn't she an introvert self-proclaimed? Oh, she is. She is. But she knows what she's doing. She's the business whisperer, right? Right. Like she'll get in your ear and tell you what you need to do. But she's like, I'm not going to go out and do it. I'm not going to go out and do the things. So she was like, hey, join Horizon West Professionals, right? So up until then, it was literally just me and my computer feeling super depressed because I had no friends. I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't know how to grow a business. And I showed up at Horizon West Professionals and that's where I met the lovely Jessica Villegas. Mm, who was alphabetizing people by movies. Not that <laughs> day. Not that day. And you feel like but joining Horizon West Professionals was yes. helpful in lifting that sense of isolation or loneliness in owning a business? A hundred percent, because especially when you're virtual, you can feel so alone. You mean because you don't have like employees that you're interacting with on a physical basis in an office shared space kind of a thing? Or even like sitting here, like you come up with an idea and then you ask yourself who came up with the idea, is this a good idea? So you're saying that, you know, it helps because there is that element of you're not stuck in a vacuum with yourself. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I wonder like how much you can extrapolate that into like how much even not just business owners, but just anybody who is used to going to work in a setting where you're interacting with people, you're showing up to a co-space and then suddenly with COVID when that stopped, like the solitude that comes with it, you know, Yeah, I can imagine they experienced that as well. Well, I mean, imagine I was teaching children's gymnastics, right? So I was with tons of tiny humans every single day. It was, it was loud and colorful and like, I loved it. But then the silence that came with COVID was very overwhelming for me. And then the silence that came with opening up my own business and virtually where, you know, we do crave human interaction where I'm doing calls with clients. Like I can have, you know, 12 client calls all day. And at the end of the day, still feel like I didn't get that human interaction that I needed for the day. For yourself. For myself, because it's all been virtual. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally, I I see where you're going with that. And I can see how that affects you on a personal level of like feeling drained and not having any source of like replenishment that you get when you're interacting with others. How about you, Jessica? With Highlight, especially because you're easily a year and a half ahead of us in your starting and development. What's been your experience as a business owner? I don't think it's really... I mean, when we go back to the original question of feeling isolated and alone, I don't think it is just... At being a business owner. I think it can also be being a high achieving woman. I experienced a lot of loneliness in the corporate world, even just as a team manager, as a department director, I was left to make decisions for my team. And if they worked, awesome. Maybe I got a gold star from someone who I reported to. If it didn't work, well, you know, try again. You know, there was nobody really there necessarily telling me how to do things, what to do, how to handle situations. I don't know if you've ever heard the term intrapreneur, but they are entrepreneurial spirited individuals that reside inside of organizations. So 
that also can be very isolating. And I remember having a very specific conversation around where are my people? Where are my women who have kids, who are high level thinkers, who aren't afraid to be a leader and want to sit around and have like intellectual conversations? I felt very alone. I mean, I'm not one to sit around and like gossip or talk about a show. I don't watch TV. I love books and podcasts. I just felt like isolated even in that space. And then when I moved over and created my own business, yes, Ashley mentioned earlier, like that feeling of imposter syndrome, like it took me months to even come out on social media to share what it was that I was thinking of doing or that I had started this brand to even create the Instagram page was super, I don't know, like I I just felt vulnerable, even though I was clearly and I'm clearly qualified. All three of us are clearly qualified to be doing what we're doing the way that we're doing it. It just still felt weird and scary. So I don't think it's necessarily being a solopreneur and entrepreneur. It's just being a woman who is accomplishing things and she's doing it in maybe irreverent ways, ways that society don't, doesn't necessarily like have the warm and fuzzies about. I mean, when you're a guy and you start a business, all your friends are like, yeah, that's so awesome. And you get all the support. It seems anyway, I'm not as a woman looking at that side, right? It definitely looks like powerful men have more support than powerful women. And I'm not afraid to say that I am a powerful woman in my own right. And not yeah, you are. People don't like that. People don't like you to have confidence as a woman. They don't want to ask you a question, Jessica. Well before you do, let's pause and take a minute to hear from our sponsors. Ladies, meet Gaia, a telehealth platform exclusively for women by women. I know what you're thinking. Telehealth for your hoo-ha? Your wellness goes way beyond your gynecologic concerns. At Gaia, we get to know the whole you in all of your glory. This means your mental, hormonal, fitness, and gynecological needs. And if it makes your life easier and helps you take better care of yourself, why not use modern medicine to help you be your best self? You deserve a comfortable, convenient, and comprehensive experience. You deserve health care that is designed around you, on your turf, on your terms. And now it's as easy as one, register, two, book, three, start your visit. Isn't it time for women's health care to be convenient, comfortable, and complete? Gaia Wellness, something better is finally here. And we're back with the Mislabeled podcast. We're discussing the feeling of the loneliness that ick that you can experience as a solopreneur woman in the entrepreneurial industry. I'm here with my co-hosts, Ashley Rogers and Jessica Villegas. And we just got done hearing Jessica's perspective on it. And Ashley, you seem to have a question. I did. It was on that what you just said about how when men start a business, everybody's like, whoa, bro, that's amazing. How can I support you? And then when women, you know, there's there's some skepticism there. This might be a podcast topic all in its own, but in your opinion, do you think a lot of that has to do with the rise of the MLM boss babe business? That then when women are now creating legitimate businesses, we're getting questioned of... Because I don't know how many times I get asked, oh, well, what products are you selling? I'm not selling product. I'm selling coaching. 
I don't know if there is that kind of skepticism when a woman starts a business of like, okay, well, what is it really? Are you asking me to sign up as a, on earth is happening here? You know how you like to pet your hair? Ashley likes to make sure her skin's still there. I do. I have a problem with touching my face and I'm trying to stop it. So I'm just going to. Now she's feeling up on her boobs in an effort not to touch her face. (laughs) I mean, I think that it could be part of like a stereotype. Women, they they spin up businesses overnight because they signed up to be part of the bottom of the pyramid or something like that. But I don't know. I've, I can't say that I've ever had anybody not take me seriously, but I've always just been the kind of person who has been serious. Always. I struggle with not coming across as being serious, but I just, it's still just very, sometimes that you look or come off too serious is what you're trying to say. Oh yeah, I definitely, I definitely do. It's just my personality, but I'm not serious. Half the time I'm thinking of inappropriate Stepbrothers <laughs> comments in my head, or when people say different lines, I'm thinking of rap songs that have that same exact line in it. But anyway, hence the golden doodle, the golden doodle, dog avatar. Yeah, yeah, you're the golden doodle. doodle. I yeah, am the golden doodle. doodle. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's just like party all the time. <laughs> anyway, I, I mean, men do get celebrated when they do things. I feel like more. Jessica, you're saying you know, like the isolation is not limited to me entrepreneurial world it's you know really anywhere a high achieving or high voltage woman is and I think like one of the areas we haven't mentioned yet is motherhood especially new motherhood you know like I obviously can't say I speak from experience but like having patients who go through this all the time you know the isolation that comes in when you are just revolving around this newborn And there's no time for any kind of replenishing activities for yourself. There's no real like opportunity to interact with the people that you normally gain support from. And it's really just all on you. And I think like, you know, that is kind of what I was thinking about the other day when I was feeling this way myself. I was like, gosh, it feels like I have a newborn. That newborn is my startup. And it's preventing Mm -hmm. me from not preventing me. I mean, it's rather, and I say this, I correct myself because it's pretty critical. It is absorbing all of my attention on purpose to the point where I am not doing some of the things that I normally used to do that would otherwise allow me to interact with other people or have common ground with other people. And now I'm really thinking about my business eating, drinking, sleeping about my business. And unless you are somehow related to my business or that mindset, I have a hard time finding an opportunity to interact with you. And I think that the loneliness kicks in because there's that sense of responsibility to what you're working on. And then there's also from your friends and family who don't share that responsibility. And then they kind of think like, well, you don't have time for anybody now, or you don't have, you know, the same availability that you used to. And it's funny because as a business owner, it sounds very much like what I would imagine friends and family say when people have kids, they're like, well, she had a kid and now she, we never see her. She got a boyfriend. Now she's like, I always refer to level up as my fourth child. Yeah. Because I will tell Justin, I'm like, it feels like having a child all over again, like having a newborn. And it's so true too, in the fact that 
nobody will love your child as much as you do. Yep. Nobody's going to love your business as much as you do either. Like Ooh, I think her business is cute. It's not cute. It's not a cute. I know. Do you hear her talking about her business all the time? Like, no, <laughs> but, but it's true. Like, we, about. you know, people post pictures of their newborn all the time and they're just like, that's the cutest thing. But that's kind of how, you know, how it is with our businesses too. Nobody is ever going to love your business as much as you do. I think I love your businesses like pretty close how much you do. <laughs> yeah. I feel that one we do play dates. Dates. We have business play yes. dates. <laughs> and our, our kids get along pretty darn fucking well. <laughs> By the way, I had never heard the term high voltage woman. I just wrote that down oh, and t-shirts coming today. soon. <laughs> I cut my hair and I sing now. Yeah, it's a high You're voltage woman if I've ever seen one. <laughs> In other words, you have frizzy, staticky hair is what I'm saying. Just kidding. So yeah, so coming back to what the loneliness and the feeling of isolation mm-hmm. and like be okay hiring that babysitter and forcing yourself to go take a shower, figuratively speaking, or, you know, go on that date because you can't just be all about your kid all the time. And as- Can I just throw an idea out there? I want to shift the mindset of I now feel isolated because I have a baby or I have a business. I'm not able to live the life that I had before because I have this new responsibility. We are not meant to stay in those same places. This is a growth opportunity. It's an opportunity to get to know who you are, what you're made of. I like to think of it as a caterpillar going into the cocoon and then reemerging. So weird that you just said that because that's what I just said to my coach. I was like, I feel like I'm in the goo part of this where like I am in the cocoon just turning into goo and like it's painful and uncomfortable. It's going to work itself out. The people who really care about you are still going to be there. Yeah, and, you know, and I am pretty certain that nobody feels like it's a compromise when they're talking about their child or their business. It's more that you are now aligned with being about all about something different, and that's not a bad thing. But to wrap up, this has been a very informative episode of what it's like to be a woman in business and. Feelings of isolation, feelings of not necessarily always having the replenishment that you need and the support that you might need. But also, I think that is what builds our character. And that's how we also find our people, like Jessica was saying. And, you know, shout out to all the moms out there who are doing this every day, including my two hosts. And, you know, not really getting that cool name for it, like solopreneur, which is really what you are doing. You have an employee of the franchise that is your family and your employees are your children and your partner and ownership is your spouse. If you have one, well, your employees fall fall out and roll all over the place. So there might be more HR in your... Is he past the lemon law? Can I I return him? I don't know. There's no store credit for that kind of kid. I'm going to message Dr. Torres who delivered him and just see if she'll take him back. (laughs) So thank you for listening, everybody. And until next time, love all the feedback that we're getting. Appreciate all the support. And let us know how you felt about this episode. Make sure you also like and follow and subscribe to the podcast. And we'll see you next time. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Mislabeled Podcast. Be sure to hit the follow button after you finish leaving us a review. Till next time. <laughs>